a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to the extended Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson. It's great to be with you today, and we will be with you every weekday from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. as we try to help you connect the dots and make the news make sense. And one of the things we're going to look at each day is really that projection forward. Uh, There's a lot of time that we spend during our days where we're looking back. We're doing sort of an instant replay on what's happened in the news or an event that's taken place or a a battle that's taking place in uh, on Utah's Capitol Hill or in our nation's capital. But we're going to start making sure that uh, we spend a little bit of time every day looking forward. Next is now. It's time to look at what's next, uh, because the real key to being successful in the 21st century is making next now and making sure we're doing all the things that are going to help us do that. And we have an organization here in the state of Utah, World Trade Center Utah, uh, who we uh, regularly chat with about a a host of things as it relates to Utah's place in the world. And uh, we're really pleased to be joined today by Aaron Starks uh, from World Trade Center Utah. He's the vice president of growth services uh, has a, a great, rich uh, international history. He was the area director of business operations in Asia for uh, Franklin Covey. He was a legislative aide for uh, Congressman Rob Bishop, uh, fo- focusing on a lot of the fiscal policies. And uh, he joins us today. There is an event tomorrow uh, that will feature uh, Jamie Dimon, chairman and CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase and Company, uh, along with Ambassador John M. Huntsman, who is the uh, chair of World Trade Center Utah. And they're going to do some instant preplay. They're going to do some next is now as looking at the economic state of the state and the globe and the markets. And Aaron joins us now to give us a little instant preplay of what is next coming up tomorrow uh, on this special event. Aaron, thanks for thanks for joining us. Boyd, always great to be with you. Thank you for having me. You bet. And so the the focus tomorrow is going to be on what does come next economically. And let's start uh, right here uh, in the state of Utah. What is it that we should be looking for? What should we be looking toward as it relates to the economy? Well, it's interesting as, as we reflect on the past 24 months, we, we saw that the economy was uh, generally performing very well. Uh, we know that the stock market was at historic highs and then the global pandemic hit. Uh, what's really been interesting about that is is it's not all bad. You know, despite all of the challenges from last year, the financial system didn't break and a number of corporate sectors really overperformed, um, even with uh, a lot of uncertainty and fear. Uh, and so uh, what economists call this effect, you know, where, where markets shut down, demand spikes, and then supply is, uh, is low, we call that the bullwhip effect. Mm. And so we're seeing a lot of uh, industries, even right now as the economy stabilizes further, impacted by this bullwhip effect. For example, residential home builders uh, are, are seeing that uh, they're having a hard time fulfilling orders from consumers because they can't source doors, trim, lumber, any of those uh, finished materials that they, they typically have had in abundance. 
those are not being sourced as easily. Automotive dealerships have seen this uh, maybe perhaps more than anyone else. Uh, there was a time during the pandemic where you, you could drive down State Street, and as you got to, you got to 5600 South, you'd just see empty parking lots where historically there had been an abundance of cars being sold. Yeah. Um, manufacturing plants in China, Japan, uh, Korea uh, were, were on back order months and months and months. And what, what happens is consumer demand continues to go up in the absence of uh, supply. Uh, your dealers are, are, are increasing prices. And so um, they're trying to stabilize the market by increasing prices. And now we're starting to see that the supply is catching up to the demand. And now the, the, the automotive dealerships and home builders are starting to receive all of this, all of these materials, all of these cars, and with no place to put them. And yeah. so what we need to continue to do is buy and as we do that, we'll continue to, uh, to, to, to equalize this market a little bit. Oh, this is going to be a fascinating conversation tomorrow. Again, uh, Jamie Diamond, Chairman and CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase & Company, along with Ambassador, former Ambassador John M. Huntsman, uh, having this conversation. And, uh, Aaron, I, I know you're, you're constantly looking and assessing Utah's unique place in all of this. I know part of the conversation tomorrow, and we'll put all the details up on our Facebook page and our social media pages today so people can join in. It's free to register. Uh, but I know you're going to get to issues around trade, the tech sector, uh, even leadership uh, and equality, some of those important conversations for a business for businesses here in the state of Utah and around the world. Absolutely. We're, we, you know, there's while while the conversation will offer insights into many areas in the, you know, the business arena, we're specifically going to be looking at uh, growth drivers uh, in the 21st century economy over the next year, what's going to drive uh, growth. Uh, coupled with that, how real is the threat of inflation, um, you know, looking at, at the impact of low in, uh, interest rates, and then also continued growth trends, where where that those growth trends are going to take place and what sector and what businesses stand to, to benefit from those. Uh, great, uh, great insight there. We got just uh, about a minute or so left, Aaron. Uh, and as you look at that, a lot of people don't think uh, necessarily of Utah as being this great international hub. Uh, I was saying before that I, I think Utah is uniquely positioned to lead out uh, in so many ways, uh, not just nationally, but internationally. Uh, how are you seeing that, and uh, where will the conversation lead tomorrow? There's a reason Utah ranked number the number one economy in America this month, um, and it's because we have great quality of life. We're the youngest state in the nation, 29 and a half years old is the average age. Uh, it's no longer a cliché phrase to say that Utah is the crossroads of the world. I think that was a, that was a, a very wise statement. Um, in fact, Governor Huntsman, who will join us tomorrow with Jamie Dimon, has kind of coined that phrase, and it's true. We are the crossroads of the world. People from all around are coming to Utah because of our, the business opportunities that exist, the growing uh, higher education system, sound management under uh, a well-designed and well-led uh, legislator, uh, legislature, excuse me. There's a lot, a lot to be taken advantage of here in the state. In the World Trade Center, we're just grateful to be the voice for uh, international. Oh, fantastic! It's an event tomorrow, a virtual event. So you can check that out on our social media channels there as well. Uh, Aaron Starks, Vice President of Growth Services for World Trade Center Utah. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Boyd. All right. Uh, again, great, uh, great perspective. Always appreciate what uh, Aaron brings to the table. Uh, in these conversations. And again, this is all about a, a focus we're going to do every day here on Inside Sources. And that is looking at what's next, what's coming up next, and how do we make that next now? 
because we do have to take a, a lot of steps. And Utah is uniquely positioned in so many ways. Uh, if you look at our, our new international airport, we have an inland port uh, in process, and we're going to talk about that in the, the coming days and the, the coming weeks. We have an educated workforce. We have the, the world headquarters uh, of an international uh, religious organization in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We have great communities uh, that are, are vibrant and thriving. So we have these strong institutions of civil society uh, that create upward mobility and opportunity. Uh, we have some challenges, to be sure. Uh, but I think Utah and uh, Salt Lake are just so uniquely positioned uh, to really be that crossroads, uh, not just to the West, crossroads to the world is a reality, I think. And uh, there are some important discussions to have around that. Uh, we got to make sure we do have our infrastructure house in order. We got to make sure we've got our systems in place in terms of education, both uh, K through 12 and higher ed. Uh, some really unique things happening there. But all of that uh, can lead us and position us individually, in our families, in our communities, uh, for a pretty amazing next coming out of the pandemic. Uh, and so that uh, next is uh, is absolutely critical to us, and uh, we're going to continue that uh, conversation. We're actually going to take an interesting look at coming out of the pandemic, uh, something that goes all the way back to bootleggers and the Baptists. What does that have to do with the pandemic? Find out next when our friend Scott Rasmussen-Polster weighs in right here on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.